The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Today uh, is September 10th, 2022. Welcome to Doing Braille Digitally for this week. Um, we are going to be starting a new series, and I wanted to give you all some contact information. I have set up a specific email address for this call, and I'm going to give it to you guys because what we are going to do is we are starting a series, and I want some active participation. Uh, if you are interested, what we are doing is everyone who would like to will be presenting um, on a certain week about what braille display they have, and um, an overview of that braille display and its features, as well as what their favorite thing about it is, what they like most, and their least favorite thing about it. And um, this week, we are going to start out with mine. Um, I have two braille displays, so I'm going to do one today, and then uh, depending if we have uh, somebody that would like to present next time, I may do one, my other one, my focus at a later time, or I might do it next time, depending. Anyway, the email address is really easy. It's a little long, but it's easy. The email address to write to if you are interested in coordinating participation in this series is doing Braille digitally. It's all one word, D-O-I-N-G-B-R-A-I-L-L-E. D-I-G-I-T-A-L-L-Y at gmail.com. That is doing braille digitally at gmail.com. I did not have it set up in time um, to do to have it on the actual written description for this week. Uh, but next time the description comes out on the schedule, that email address will be included in the description. So I just didn't have it set up and I didn't want to advertise something that wasn't ready for use yet. <laughs> or in case uh, Gmail gave me an issue having that address. That being said, um, what I'm going to do is we, I'm going to um, go over the Brilliant and the features. And of course, the thing I like most about it, which I was actually what, what happened to me today was I was preparing to do a demonstration of that. And uh, ended up messing up my voiceover so that I wasn't hearing it. So that's what happened. It was in my preparations for this call that I messed something up and uh, had to call for the, the um, saver of the day, which was Herbie Allen, by the way. So you guys can all thank him that I'm actually here. Anyway, <clears throat> what I'm also going to do is ask anyone who has a brilliant to chime in after I get done and tell us um, what, you know, if they, what their favorite thing is about the Brilliant or if they have any questions about the Brilliant or um, anything like that. Or then, of course, if anybody has questions about it and doesn't have one, that's great too. If we have time at the end, we will have a just general Braille display questions that people may have. So, Let's get started with the Brilliant. Now, um, I have turned it back off again. I had it turned on because I was trying to even use Braille if I could to get something done here. Uh, but in any case, I'm going to turn it on. And one of the things that I wish the Brilliant was better at, 
Um, and again, I love my Brilliant. It has a lot of very good features that I love. So don't take this the wrong way. But one of the things I wish it was better at is that it does take a while to start up. Now, I do understand why this is probably the case, because there is a lot of things that the Brilliant, or are a lot of things that the Brilliant will do that you're not going to get like with a focus. And I enjoy all of those things that it does. Um, so I will take the longer startup. So I will show you how long it takes to start up. Um, I'm going to turn it on right now. I hold in the power button. Now the power button is at the top left of the device. Uh, underneath that is the USB-C port that you plug in the charger to. Uh, it is now saying starting and it is still saying starting. And I'll let you know when it actually gives us a menu. All right, so it now says terminal, which is the first menu you have for the Brilliant. Um, now, I usually wait a little bit longer because the, the problem is while you're, if you're trying to get into something and it's connecting to your Bluetooth devices that you have set up, that could cause some issues. So um, I'm still waiting for that. It is connected to my iPhone. Um, I probably have too many. My iPad and the Wi-Fi has now connected. And we're waiting for my MacBook. I don't know if it will connect or not. It should. Um, but let me describe the Brilliant while I'm waiting for that. Um, you have a thumb key, which is like your... Um, moves by line type thing. Uh, it will, um, it'll move um, back a line or if you're um, connected to your iPhone, it will move to the previous item um, where you're at. So you have that thumb key on the front at the very left. Then you have the previous thumb or uh, well, actually the um, left thumb key, which pans left. Uh, the, the, the one I just mentioned is actually called the previous one. The pan left one will pan you back the set of characters that you have on your display. I have 20 on this one. Um, then after the pan left button, which has like a, a leftward arrow uh, going in it, you have a menu button, which takes you to the various menus of the Brilliant. You then have your pan right button, uh, thumb key rather, and that has a rightward arrow. Then you have your next thumb key, which is what basically you have um, going to the next item. Uh, above the Braille cells, uh, well, there's a few space bars below the Braille cells on the top. Um, then you have your, below your, actually below your Braille cells, not, no, it is above them. You have your Braille cells, then you have your cursor router buttons. Um, and uh, there are cursor router buttons um, over each cell. And then you have your Perkins style keyboard. Uh, dots one on the left, dot four on the right uh, opposite it, and dot seven and eight um, where your pinky fingers would go. Um, and so here we go. So in terminal, if I go into terminal, um, the first option would be connected devices, which I could go into that and see USB connection, and then all of the devices. Um, and you can actually have a, an item for reconnect devices if you're not getting a good connection. You also have add Bluetooth device, um, which you can use um, to add a Bluetooth device. 
And then uh, you have a back button. Uh, okay, so if we go down from terminal, we have the editor, which is the regular text editor. It is called keypad. And if you want to type in uh, like uncontracted braille, you can even save those as TXT files. Um, then after that, you have the BRL editor, which is what I use most of the time nowadays because you can actually edit in BRF and save as BRF. It is called key BRF. Then you have the Victor Reader, which has everything you have placed on your SD card that's uh, the right format or anything that you've downloaded from Bookshare or Bard, um, any DAISY, BRF, um, Word documents, all of that can be read in Victor Reader. File Manager is where you would manage your files that you have, um, delete them. You can even open them from there if you want. There's a calculator, which I have not used too much. It's called Key Calc. Um, there's a date and time that you can set. And there are options. So we'll go into the options here just to see what we have. Uh, we have user settings, which you have airplane mode, which you can turn on or off. Format markers are on and off. Uh, cursor visible is you can turn on or off. Cursor blinking on or off. Uh, message display time, uh, which is how when there's a splash message that shows up on the Brilliant itself, not like on your iOS or something, um, it will display um, for how much time, and I have it for five seconds. Sleep time, you can have it, uh, I have it for 15 minutes. Word wrap on, which I definitely like. Confirm delete off, it'll confirm whether you want to delete something. I have it turned off. Vibration on, that will tell you with a vibration when you're starting up, when your battery's low, when you're uh, connected, that kind of thing. Beep off, I turned off the beeps for that. Uh, thumb keys configuration. Now you can actually change the thumb key configurations. I actually have done that. What I described to you is the default method of how they are set up. Uh, at, the, at the advice of Lucy, uh, who said I can read faster this way, and I absolutely can, I have changed everything to the opposite. So my next key is actually um, to the left of the menu button and, or my, my right panning key rather. And my next key is to the left of that. And my previous ones are to the right um, of the menu button. And then we have wireless notifications on that tells you if you're connected, one-handed mode off, uh, start in terminal off. That means you could actually start up in the actual terminal if you wanted to. Ask to open USB connection. I don't usually use USB with this, so um, that's I have that turned off. Disable Perkins in terminal. I have that turned off. I want my Perkins keyboard. And then we have close. So those are your user options. Uh, you have a language profile that you can change to. Uh, we have English. Uh, then we have you can actually add a profile or configure a profile or delete a profile. Um, and there's lots of languages. Speech settings, which we actually went over a couple weeks ago, so I won't go into that. Wi-Fi, you can add your Wi-Fi connection. You can have it search for connections that it can find and do it that way. Um, any number of things. Bluetooth, you can actually, you can turn it on or off. Connect device, disconnect device, delete paired device. And you have main menu applications. You can change how main menu applications are displayed in what order. Uh, change language. 
activate exam mode. I think that's for when you want to have uh, it not go to certain areas uh, so that somebody could cheat on an exam. Software update, you can actually search to see if there's a software update about and um, close. So those are the settings. Um, then you have, after that, online services, user guide, and power off. And now I'm trying to remember where, uh, I thought the Braille profiles would be in here somewhere, but I can't find them. Oh, uh, let me see. Oh, you know what? Hold on a second. It's actually in change language. So if you change language, you have English um, and you have the external keyboard. You have external keyboard. You have English North America. No, those are just all the languages. I cannot, I have to look where the Braille is now because I cannot remember. Let me look again here. Um, Let's see, because it used to be, I cannot remember, because it used to be either in, okay, let me go into Nikki. Add profile. Okay, I think I found it. You can configure the profile. Uh, let's see. Profile name. Okay, this is where it is. Okay, so the, the thing I love about the Brilliant is there is a onboard Braille translator. Uh, so the Braille grade I have set to contracted Braille. And then the next one is a computer Braille table, English Lib, uh, US Lib Lewis, uncontracted uh, Braille table is English UEB. Um, and then I have uh, Duxbury Contracted Braille Grade 1 Table, English American Textbook, Duxbury, and then Grade 2, uh, that's the, wait, 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 hold on a second. Uncontracted Braille Table is English UEB. Uh, contracted Braille Table, okay, so because I'm using Contracted Braille. And so I'm um, sorry, guys, but I am using the English American textbook Duxbury grade two profile. And uh, I know I should be using UEB, but well, it's just not happening right now if I don't have to. So then you can have content voice, none, save configuration or cancel. And you can actually go and if you're like entering Wi-Fi passwords and things like that, you can change it. You can press a G7 cord and turn off your contracted Braille so that you can actually enter the password. Uh, um, and you can actually do that and then uh, type it in, in like computer Braille if you want to, uh, which is what I do because I'm just not familiar enough with UEB to do that, right? So now that we've gone through all the options, uh, does anybody have any questions, first of all? Uh, yes, Pat has a question. Okay, Pat, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, I'm a little late on this. Uh, into this meeting. Um, question for you. Um, I know there's a, a few of my friends have um, the dexterity 
issues. How user-friendly is that for a person that has um, low dexterity, if you understand what I'm asking? Well, I mean, I do not have dexterity issues. I think it is. I do know there is a one-handed mode, as I mentioned, that you can turn on. Um, and so that might help with that because, there, yeah, there is a one-handed mode. I have not played with it because I don't. Uh, I find it frustrating because I don't want to use one hand, but there is definitely a one-handed mode. Does anybody else who has a brilliant have any dexterity issues that can comment on this? No one has their hand up. No one has their hand up? Well, the reason, I why, I, the reason why I was asking is I have a friend that has the low, low dexterity, uh, a couple of people that I know. Chanel has her hand up. Great, Chanel. I, I thought, hope maybe she'd have something to say. Go ahead, Chanel. Um, so I don't know. I find that it really nice to type on. You know, so if there's some braille displays where it's just really hard to type on them, but yes. I find it very easy on. Um, I think sometimes the challenge can be those thumb keys, and the very first thing I did was rearrange them. You know, so my right or my left one would go to the next, you know, that was something I did right away. Um, but there, the, because of the, the thumb keys are kind of designed to make it more ergonomic, I think. Um, so I think the, the, if somebody with dexterity issues, is looking for a braille display, a brilliant could definitely be something to consider. And I did have a question for you later on when you're taking another question. Okay. Well, and that does did, that answer that your did, question, Pat? Yeah, I was just going to say that did answer my question. Um, I will uh, let a friend of mine know about that Braille uh, display situation. Thank right. you. Uh huh. And what was your other question, Chanel? Or yeah, so question? you saw your when you turned on your display, you saw it connect to the different device, your different Bluetooth devices. Yes. Oh, I must have turned that off. Okay. Huh. You can turn that off? Like, yeah. I, because I mean, uh, when I go in the terminal, I see which ones it's connected to, but no, I it doesn't see actually it as tell it me connects when it, it when they're, when I go in and when I turn oh. it on. And if I, I must like go into Victor Reader or something and mm -hmm. I'm trying, starting to load and something connects, sometimes it'll, like freeze a little bit or give me a problem. So I, I usually like, I would have a look at your user settings. Cause I've turned the, I know in there I've turned off the Wi-Fi notification. Yeah. I, um, I saw that one and I might turn that off. I will see if there's a way to turn that off because I actually would like to have that turned off. So. And yeah. now my Bluetooth is working great um, with the computer with. Oh, good. Um, so I think it was, I don't know if I just did some tinkering or sometimes I think if I touch the Braille display right away, it might kind of, you know, freeze or can just, but if I just wait a second, it, it does actually stay connected. So I'm really enjoying that as opposed to trying to connect it with the USB cord. And um, yeah, I just thought okay. I'd share. Awesome. Yep. Okay. Any other hands? Yes. Terrell. Okay. Terrell, go ahead. Yeah, it's uh, Terrell. Um, Sorry. I, oh, that's okay. I, uh, I have a, a question. Um, generally, I know that you were talking about the Brilliant, but I actually have a Focus fourth generation, but I think the battery has gotten 
um, some age on it. Is it better? Could I could I send that in for a pair, or because of the age of the braille display, um, is it better to upgrade? Okay, well, I will answer this question, um, but let's keep a note on guys that right now we're just taking questions about the brilliant than what I have covered so far. I, if there's time at the end, we will take general braille display questions, but I will tell you because I can do so quickly. It doesn't, it never hurts to send it in. Um, they might mm -hmm. have a battery that they can give that they can put into it. There's, there's, um, there's no harm in sending it in and, and seeing. Um, I mean, if you could upgrade, it would be a really cool thing because um, of the new features and yeah, a better likelihood of repair. But if you can't, it, if you just don't have the funds to do it, um, I mean, it's up to you because there, there is a possibility it could be fixed. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Okay, so any more questions on what we are covering right now? Herbie has a question. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. Well, first of all, great presentation as always. Um, just a suggestion, and this is coming more from my knowledge of computers and not so much the Braille display specifically, but <clears throat> um, I wonder if you could speed the startup process by not having it to connect to everything. Um, you know, if it just started up and then you connected it to whatever you wanted it to use at the time, I wonder if that would speed up the startup process. So, well, I wonder if I could do that because I think, I mean, the only way I could do that would be to unpair everything because once I try and connect, once I turned Bluetooth off, it would try and connect to everything. Hmm. I'm not okay. sure. Really cool well, like, though. I think like, I, I would like, like to be like, able to like do I that. Said, I'm giving you my opinion from my, you know, what I would do with a computer that was slow to start up as I to figure out what could I not have start up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd like <laughs> to do that so. if I could do that. That would be really cool. I'm going to have to look into that. Definitely. All okay. right. Well, great uh, presentation. Thanks. Anybody else? Diane. Okay, Diane, go ahead. Hi. Um, I have a brilliant also. I love it. Um, it's really neat how you can download books like from Bookshare or, you know, I haven't tried Bard yet, but, um, I've downloaded a lot of books from Bookshare and, uh, it's really, so how would you download a book from Bard? Um, actually, I'm going to show you that in just a little bit. Actually, oh, okay. I was going to do Bookshare, but I can do Bard if you'd prefer. It's about the same process either way. Oh, okay. well, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, I can figure it out too. And. Yeah, the startup time doesn't seem to bother me too much. It, sometimes I wish it was a little faster, but when it starts telling me all the stuff it uh, is connected to, then I and I'm trying to read a book, then I'll just I move I use one of the thumb keys and then uh, that gets rid of it fast. So then I can just read my book or whatever I want to do on it. And, but I'm really <laughs> glad I got it. Yeah, I me too. It. Okay, thanks. Uh huh. We have a couple more questions. Okay. What do we have next? Uh, Greg. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, uh, it's a great presentation. I was just wondering, uh, I use Bookshare on an iPhone, I guess, with a, and, and things would work the same on an iPhone as a computer. I take it usually on a computer. The other, the other question was, how does it work with a Kindle? Can I use it with a Kindle? Or? Um, I believe that you can use it with a Kindle. Um, I have not done it because I don't have one, but yeah, you can, anything you can connect yeah. to Bluetooth and Braille with, you can use. Now, if you wanted to use Bookshare on your iPhone and read it in Braille, you could do it that way too, but it has uh, native support for that. Yeah. So you don't have to use your phone if you don't want to. 
but the Kindle Kindle is an app on the phone. I don't even have a Kindle. I just oh, use the on the phone. okay. So, if you're talking about the Kindle app, then yes, it yeah. works great with that. Oh, okay, that's what I was asking. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, next mm-hmm. we have Meryl. Okay, Meryl, go ahead. Hi, I I know this is a dumb question, but I know no questions are dumb. But um, I've had the brilliant for a couple months, but. <clears throat> I've been, I guess I've been ashamed to call humanware because when I turned it on, it's like, and the startup process, you're right, it's slow. And I didn't want to connect it to anything yet. I just wanted to read the user guide. And um, now, you know, I got the thing that said startup terminal off and it said English language or whatever, but now I'm getting the four signs and stuff and I'm, I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. The four signs? Yeah, I'm getting the one, two, three, four, five, six, and maybe I press something wrong, but I was just trying to explore because when you can't get to the user guide, it's frustrating. Like, so I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. This is Diane. Can I chime in for a second? Yeah, thank um, you. The the four sign usually means you're connected to something. So. Oh, um, okay. I didn't uh, know that. Because if you look when you turn it on. If you wait a couple minutes, it'll show. Uh, you know, when you go into the terminal and you see what's connected, it'll show that like your um, your iPhone's connected, and it have a four sign after it. So, it you know. didn't say any. It said terminal off. Well, I saw that, but then now it's. <clears throat> I don't know which button I should press now because it's not doing. Try anything. to pressing the menu button to go back to the menu. Okay, and the menu. That's the one in the middle. It's a it's a round button. It's uh, kind of separated from all the thumb keys. Okay. You should see. see it's very, very different. Um, May I chime in? This is Chanel. Yeah, sure, thanks, Chanel. Chanel. Go ahead. Yeah, Did you. you end up choosing the language on it, uh, Meryl? Um, yeah, I did. It said English. Uh, okay, North, good. I mean. So, mm-hmm. you, yeah. So, what Nikki's saying is perfect then. If you... Um, and use those thumb keys if you press the menu button. Um, Let's see, I'm trying to. Okay, you said it's a. Um, on the front. Circle. It's a little circle. A circle, okay, let's see. Third key from the left, if that helps. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, I'm doing that, but I still got that third key from the left. One, two, three. I still got the four sign, so huh. a four. I think she's saying one, two, three, four, five, six, five, son. six yeah. Right. Um, Have you tried restarting it? Um. Yeah. I mean, I well, I just did t- today for this presentation. I I started it, you know, and I figured out. Oh, okay. Can you hold in that power key? Hold it in for a few seconds until it says shut. You know, and, and it makes the vibration. And then power it all the way back on again. Okay, let me see. Um, Sorry, Nikki, I'm not trying to derail. I don't mean to be dumb. uh, No, it's okay. I'm sorry. No, you're not, Meryl. (laughs) Stop that. So while while she's doing that, and you can interrupt when you're done, uh, Meryl, um, I'm going to go and show you guys some of the online services thing. Uh, NFB Newsline is is just basically you can configure your account, you can configure how often it updates, you can choose your publications and all of that. I'm not going to go into that one as much. Um, and as far as downloading, okay, so would you guys like rather 
see a presentation of Bard or Bookshare? Doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever everybody else wants is fine. <laughs> Anybody else have a preference? Okay. Mm -hmm. so Teresa I'll go does have a question whenever you get a Okay, chance. go ahead. Go ahead, Teresa. Okay, she's okay. still muted. So. Actually, this is okay. This is this is not a barter book share question. I can say that, um, but it had to do with um, email, um, how you could read your email on a, a brilliant. You would need to use it with a iPhone or a computer or some or you know a phone or a computer. You'd have to connect it to something to get email. Okay, I under, but can you read, could you read it on the Braille display? Yeah, if you connect it to like your phone or your computer okay. or, yeah. And then um, be able to respond back, you know, oh, not sure. just read, but, you know, re reply. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's all I wanted to know. Okay, so. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. So um, when we go into Bookshare, we have um, configure account. Uh, full text search, author search, title search, previous downloads. I'm going up instead of down, by the way. Browse categories, most recent, most popular, and the back. So I'm going to just do an author search here, and I'm going to get some participation. Uh, anybody have an idea of what author you'd like me to search for today? Nobody? Well, Pat has his hand up. Okay, go ahead, Pat. Any 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 suggestions? Um, a cut. Uh, one thing before I give that. Um, is there a way that we can actually actually hear that uh, with the voiceover? If it has voiceover, that was one of my questions that I was going to ask. Here, uh, you mean? Uh, um, okay, hold on a second. I can do but, that. Yeah, because. Um, it's not that loud, though. That's the only problem. Uh, if you've got your original sound on, it'll be better. It'll be good. I know that's a stupid question, guys. It's just to make it easier for people to understand what it sounds like. Well, mostly it's Braille, but they just added speech. So right. Right. I know they, they've added speech to it. Uh, this is the highest I can go. All right, let's go back to online services, and I'm going to Bookshare. Okay, so did you have a suggestion for an author, Pat? Um, how about uh, Stephen King? Huh, it's funny, I was going to do that. Okay, Stephen King. So I'm going <laughs> I in. Nine, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, and then I press dot eight for enter, and it says loading. Okay, it says Sleeping Beauties, a novel. That's then the first one. Sleeping Beauties, 
Then it has another copy of that for some reason. Sleeping Beauties. Uh, three copies. Four past midnight. Lissy's story. And then we have an, uh, one in a different language. Odo's de Fugo. Another language different. Uh, Lasanga or something. Uh, another one. I'm going to skip past these non-English ones. Hearts in Atlantis. The Bazaar of Bad Dreams. I wonder if it has his latest one. Let me look in here. Another Joyland hard case crime series. Lori Flash Relators volume. Uh, doesn't say Blockade Billy Insomnia Dreamcatcher Mr. Mercedes. There's another Spanish one just after sunset. I'm going to look here and see if they have the newest one, which is called Fairy Tale, which my husband just, I think, got finished reading, and he really liked. And we have a bunch here in different languages. So actually, since it's taking me a long time, I'm going to close this back, and I'm going to go back, and I'm going to choose Title Search and try that way. And I'm going to type in fairy tale. Loading. And we're loading it. Teaching fairy tales. Uh, teaching fairy tales. The only unfortunate thing is I can't like search for fairy tale in the title and Stephen King and the author. Uh, there's a bunch here. Fairy tale family. Uh, oh my. We have a bunch here. Well, that doesn't say who it's by, so let's go into it by pressing dot eight. We have title, fairy tale. Oh, that's somebody named Sin Baylog. I don't know who that is. There it is, title, fairy tale. I pressed out eight on the second one. Author, Stephen King. Um, okay. Description, legendary crypto, crypt teller Stephen King goes into the deepest well of his imagination in this spellbinding novel about a 17-year-old boy who inherits the keys to a parallel world while good and evil are at war and the stakes could not be higher for that world or ours. So there's more to it, but I'm going to download it to show you guys what that's like. Uh, so I'm pressing enter on downloading. It says loading. And it still says loading and the speech just told me loading and we have download completed and i can now go to close and we're going to get out of bookshare and we're going to get out of online services and we're going to go to victor reader which is now loading
And that takes a little while because I do have a lot of stuff in here. That is why. Book list. So I have book list, recently read, search, or close app. I go to book list, have my looks. I can press F and I get fairy tale. Press dot eight, loading. And now it's loaded. And the first thing we see is <clears throat> fairy tale by Stephen King. And we have the notice thing from Bookshare of what you wanna do and, and what you can do and everything, um, or what you're allowed to do. There is the next key will take you, you know, you can change the navigation levels by pressing a T chord. And by the way, the T chord and, and dot eight gives you the time. The P chord and dot eight gives you the battery. So we're gonna press a uh, T, wait, uh, the next button. And I have limitation of liability and all of that. Then we get to chapter one and you can go sometimes by chapter. And there we have the book. And this one, I can go chapter one, chapter two. Yep, I can go by all of the chapters. And so it's actually pretty cool. Now, uh, does anybody have any questions about that? Shut down. Okay. Shut down. Um, Teresa has her hand up. Okay, Teresa, go ahead. Okay, my question isn't about the Bookshare, the Victor Reader, but I do have a question about the other you know, publications that do not come from BARD or Bookshare or NFB Newsline, let's say like NBP, or if a person gets magazines from um, places like Xavier Society for the Blind. Um, how can you download those? You would have to copy them to your SD card. And I'm actually going to show okay. you that in just a second. Okay. I mean, I didn't want to. I know you're talking about Bookshare right now. That's okay. Bard. No problem. Okay. Thank you. Anybody else? Craig? Okay. Go ahead, Craig. Yeah, I just had a quick question. I, maybe I missed it. What is this? No, this doesn't have memory. You're, you're on a computer, right? This is on some other computer, not the Brilliant. You're no, on it's a, on the Brilliant. Oh, it actually has memory on it. It has inbuilt memory on. and an SD card. Yep. Oh, how much How much storage do you know? How much storage it has? Uh, just, uh, just so people know. I mean, remember. Like Chanel, do books? you remember how much storage it is? I do not. I think it's, I want to say it's like 16 gigs or yeah. 32, yeah. but yeah. it has to have some of that to, you know, Bookshare runs yeah. natively on that device. So it is right. so, um, yeah. all those online services. So you don't yeah. have to send it anywhere. That's good. That's it's good. That it yeah. is good. But you can put it on your computer, like your Mac your, or your PC and do that. Oh, Same sure. thing, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just yeah. It's the first time I've had any, you know, encounter with it. So I'm just asking some questions. They may sure. not sound that smart, but uh, anyway, sure. thank you. No problem. Next, we have Diane Scalzi. Okay, Diane. Welcome. Nice to have you. Yeah, um, nice to be here. Anyway, um, I can't remember if you said maybe maybe you did. Um, is this is this um, brilliant? A braille display or a note taker? 
I would have to say it's kind of a combination because it's not a full-fledged note taker because it doesn't have like email or web surfing or anything like that, but it is more than just a braille display. So I would have to say that, you know, it's kind of a, a cross between the two. Okay. Would you agree with me, Chanel, or would you? Yeah, sorry. I just put my hand up. Um, I've actually heard of a new class of things like the Braille Note called smart displays. So yeah, it's it's a smart Braille display. Kind of oh, combines I like both. That. I like um, that category. Yeah. So yeah. the so the um, I guess the fact that you can write on that, right? Like you can write things and save them to your SD card or to the memory, and then read them later. And that would make it more like a, more like a, more like a, uh, a note taker. No, yeah, a note taker. Yeah, it has a book reader, but it doesn't, it can't do fancy formatting. It can't let you connect to, you know, the internet to browse the web. It's right. just got, you know. But yeah, the fact that you can read books on it and, and write things in it and, and also you can the download fact that you can stuff download online, stuff. I think, maybe yeah. makes it more like a yeah. note taker yeah. than a. Braille display. Okay. All right. Thanks. Um, Dan has a question. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, yes. On the, uh, on the, on the Braille and um, how do you, where do you enter your uh, Wi-Fi credentials? How do you, how do you do that? And my other question is you mentioned cord commands. How can you, where do you find the list of cord commands? Cord commands. Well, I mean, like I said, so in that Wi-Fi, in the user options, um, you get Wi-Fi settings. That's where you enter all that, okay? You can either add a connection or tell it to look for one, and then you can enter your password and such and so forth. Um, and there's a user guide. The only other option we didn't go into, there's a user guide also on that main menu. And uh, there's also a Mystic Access tutorial that comes with the Brilliant when you get it. And so all of those things would be uh, dealt with in either of those places, I would, I would have to say. Okay, the user guide, what was the other place? There's a Mystic Access tutorial that comes with the Brilliant that you can download for free. Okay, do you, do you download that from the uh, Braille Inch? You, you download it from, actually, no, you, you, would have, you would download it from Humanware itself. Oh, okay. All right, thank you. Okay, anybody else? Those are all your questions for now, Nikki. Okay. Okay, I'm just trying to get what I need here. Actually, Meryl has her hand up. Okay, go ahead, Meryl. Did you? Oh, Hi, did you Nikki. get your start? Yeah, I, I, um, I, I, I was excited because I, when I pressed in the. But the power button, it did make the sound because, you know, it, <clears throat> sometimes it makes it and sometimes, you know, but I just held it in longer. Okay, now it said, oh, it said language English, but then I got those one, two, three, four, five, six again, and I don't know. Okay, so what happens if you press that menu button again? Um, let me Can you press enter first to select that language? Okay, so... Enter. Maybe. Okay, yeah, the regular enter, I guess it would be okay. Got eight. Um, let's see. I, hmm, I still did that. Let me see why. 
Uh, sorry, Nikki. I'll <laughs> I see the, you know, the whole, the Perkins keyboard and everything. The, um, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, then I, um, so the enter should be like the last, the last one, I, I guess. On the, on the right. Right. That's what I did. It's weird. Um, nothing. That's the weirdest thing. What happens if you press one of those thumb keys? And Meryl, actually, I think maybe what we should do is I can find your contact or ask oh, yeah. Cindy, and maybe we should work on it off That'll so we don't great. take Thank too you. much and, time um, with this. I do have your contact. And if you need my help with it, you know, if you want both of us to tag team, I'd be happy to do that. Too. Oh, that'd be well, that great. Would be yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Because okay. I do, one time you had lit, written, um, Lynn Corral, so I do have your, um, yep. she wrote to you, or okay. something, so I do have your contact information. Yeah, so we'll arrange a time to talk, so that okay. way we're not taking up. I, um, I apologize, yeah. No, you're okay. fine. We're Thank, you. Thank you so much. Okay, and so Nikki, you guys. Just so you know, you have 12 minutes. Yeah, so do you guys hear my voiceover? If I Zoom.us. Yes. Zoom meeting. Yes. Yes. Nikki okay, Kek. so you know what? I hope it's not too fast, because... All right, so I am taking the SD card out of here. There is a headset jack and two volume buttons that I forgot to mention on the right and a plug for a thumb drive on the back or, you know, like the top back of it. You can reach it from the case that I have. I have the executive leather case. You have the SD card. And what I love about this thing is with my previous Braille display, if my church sent me a bulletin in Word format, I had to, if I wanted to read it in contracted Braille, I had to go and um, hop, um, put, use it, use like Braille Blaster or something to translate it first. And that was a pain. So I'm going to show you this. I have a bulletin here to copy. And I'm putting this SD card into my SD card reader. It is now in. And I'm going to go. Oh, yo, uh, to my Safari, Mail, Finder, Finder, Applications, I'm Window, go Column View, Downloads, List, here. One Item Select, Zero, two, J July 31st, 2000, July 2022, Summer V3 Docs, Docs. There is my bulletin. You can clearly hear that it is DOCX um, as the file format. I'm going to do a command C. This is on the Mac. I apologize. I'm not doing this on Windows, but it's a similar con concept. So I'm copying it. Copy September 11th, 2022 docs. Okay. And I'm going to go to my um, computer where I can look for my SD card. Column view. Column view. Column view. What in the world is going on here? Column view. Quick nav off. Ah, how did that get on? Okay. Macintosh HD. Network. No name. No name, which is what it, it is called, actually, the, the flash card. I just never gave it a name. And I can just go paste. Paste item. And it is now pasted. And you know what? I, I am very quickly, I'm going to give our Mac instructors here. We want to see if they, what they're made of. What is the one thing I should do right now? Because I've done it the wrong way before and Windows doesn't matter. What is the one thing I need to do right now before putting this thing back in the Braille display? Holly. Oh, Holly. Okay. You're, you're, you're not, not doing you know what? Hey, you you have to eject it from the 
finder or it will yell at you about it. Yep, exactly. Or it won't work right uh, yep. the next time sometimes. That's true. So, yep. You saved Charifra and Chanel from being, you know, totally embarrassed about that one. I don't know. Maybe they don't know that one. We would have gotten it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're going to eject this. Eject no name. Remove from selection zero items selected. And we're going to put it back into the Braille display. And one thing I love about this Braille display is the, the um, ease with which it is to put a SD card in and out of it. I will say the one negative, while this is starting up, the one negative I can say about the Brilliant, um, and I don't think there's anything that can be done because of the way it's designed, and I would hate to change that. When I have it connected to the iOS uh, device, uh, the one thing I like about my focus a little better is it has dedicated buttons for certain things. And I have to use more cording with the Brilliant. That is one thing to keep in mind that I wish weren't the case, but it is. All right, we are up to terminal. We are gonna go into Victor Reader. And as you can see, loading. Come on. Book list. And this is going to be one of the first ones I'm going to have. Uh, I see I have to delete one. See, it's doing all these connections in them. All right. So now I'm going to open this one. And dot docs, opening it up. And it has the name of my church. It's right here, the town, and the whole bulletin with everybody that's participating in the service. And we have the uh okay. Ah. So now we have What in the world? Oh, I see. We have our stuff. Then we have the call to worship where the uh, was responsive reading. And I can read it right here and I can respond. It's all wonderful. I could probably do this um, by connecting it to an iPhone and using like voice stream or something. That is true. But let's say my Bluetooth failed or my Braille display froze. I would no longer have it. I have a scripture reading I have to do tomorrow. That's already on here. I don't have to worry if something freezes or Bluetooth fails or having to carry two devices to the podium or any of that. I um, That's why I don't want to rely on Bluetooth. So that is my favorite feature right there of the Brilliant because it's what I need it for the most. So let me... Zoom.us, loop back, loop back. To, there we go. Option source channels. Ah, options, options, source channel on, on. There we go. Okay, now we no longer have voiceover. So does anybody have any last minute questions? We have, how much time, Monica? Five minutes. Okay. So I will ask Holly or Herbie if they have a question. 
Oh, uh, just a real quick <clears throat> um, thing. Um, in regards to the Mac, yes, I actually do know about ejecting drives, though you can also unplug them and they have been fine. And I was going to mention that since it's a physical drive, you could actually should be able to use your the actual eject key on your keyboard. Otherwise, you can go through the context menu and eject it that way. So there. Does that answer your question about how much I know about ejecting stuff? I don't have an eject key on my keyboard that I know of. Maybe I do. I just used uh, Command E to eject it. Yeah. So, yeah, that works. Okay, this... some keyboards don't have it. Oh yeah, I forgot. The Apple Magic Keyboard has it. So, hey, aren't you special? <laughs> I am. Thank you, and great job. On okay, the, taking in and out voiceover. By the way, just... good, good. All right. Yeah, okay. Kirby taught me everything I know there, so I had he. It was up to him to tell me that. Anybody else with any questions? Chanel. Okay, Chanel, yeah, go ahead. I was just wondering. So I noticed you use the SD card. Do you think that's better than trying to connect it to the computer and transferring files directly that way? I really do. I really okay. do. It. I mean, because I have a USB C SD card reader right here, and it's just so easy to take it out and plug it in. And I've heard that it's a little faster. I don't know. I haven't timed it, but um, it is a possibility. Because I've got so, yeah, I probably just need to be better at putting what I only want on an SD card instead of loading the previous one from the orbit. Because it makes things a lot slower if I use the US, the or the SD card. <laughs> so probably just yeah. need to have less files on it. All right. Anybody that, else? Unless Holly has a question, um, that's all your hands for right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I didn't lower my hand. I, oh, I don't okay. have a question. Okay, I'll do <laughs> it. Okay. okay, well, thank you for joining us. And if anybody would like to uh, present on their Braille display next week, uh, well, not next week, but the week after next, I should say, definitely write to doingbrailledigitally at gmail.com and we will talk about it and coordinate when everybody wants to do it. And, uh, do with it that way. If not, I will present again, but I hope somebody wants to present on something new because uh, I, that's all my Braille displays. 